0: Welcome to Leftovers from Living Proof, the podcast for stuff that didn't fit into the service.
1: We hope to share some information that will make you think and maybe make you laugh. Hello everyone, joining us for our podcast with LP Leftovers. It's been a while. And uh, we're just excited to have you listening. Over to my uh, left, which you cannot see because this is not a video podcast, is Rob White. My good buddy, who I'm not supposed to call good buddy.
0: Oh man, no, that's not true No, that's exactly
1: what you said in the earlier podcast, and you made me feel like a jerk. No, you said my buddy. I've had to work forever to be friends with you because you're so popular, and then I call you buddy one time, and you completely flip out. That's what happened. It's like... Huh? Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it don't feel genuine now, so don't even try it. And joining us for the first time, we would like to welcome Brandon Church. My who, buddy. Who my ju- buddy. Your, yeah, he is your buddy, who just got married, by the way. He's sacrificing some of his first moments in his marriage with us, with, with Rob and I.
0: How, why, how did you get sucked into this? Well, someone told me we were going to talk about cats and dogs.
1: So. <laughs> And you are an expert when it comes to cats and dogs. Couldn't resist. <laughs> we do have a prefla. Is that a word? Prefla?
0: I have no idea what you're trying to I'm say. I'm pretty
1: sure I've heard that word before growing up. We have a bunch. I think that's what prefla means. A bunch of topics.
0: You are saying plethora, right? Yep. Okay, did well, I, what did well, I say? Prefla? That's what I thought you said.
1: I'm pretty sure I said prefla, but I think it's prefla.
0: Prefla? Prethala? Like a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got tons of stuff.
1: Yeah, prethala. Blah blah. I Anywho, Rob came up with this topic and now, we have no now... idea. No, you did. You I asked you before we started recording, before we did the <clears throat> opening, which was amazing by the way. Just a minute ago. That I did. You came up with a topic. Cats versus dogs. I
0: I wanted to know: Are you a cat person or you a dog person?
1: You wanted to know if I was. But
0: well, all of us. Well, I really wanted Paul, but we have to explain why Paul isn't on the podcast tonight. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Do you want to talk about it?
1: Mm, not really. Okay. I just had a McRib.
0: We'll insert <laughs> two. McRibs. Yeah, we have two, two McRibs. Had two. <laughs> yeah, with no French fries. Thank you. Hey, not no, McDonald's. Don't.
1: They're one of our sponsors. No, they're not. Okay. McDonald's if you'd like to sponsor we would eat the McRibs for free. If Chick-fil-A Any, a were no, a
0: sponsor, that would be so awesome.
1: It would be awesome, but they're not listening. Go ahead and talk about uh Paul with the Cats versus Dogs.
0: <clears throat> I I was just going to say why Paul wasn't here tonight. Okay, go he's ahead. Sick.
1: Well, that was like this climatic letdown.
0: You're right. You acted like so. it was
1: a big deal that he wasn't here, but he's just sick. Yep. Yeah. No unlike unlike Brandon and Rob and I we we don't take sick days.
0: That's right. Power through. <laughs> I I'm getting my flu shot next week. Are you really? I <laughs> heard those make you more sick. Not true. That's interesting. <laughs> Man, I've, I've feel, never I've never gotten some I feel, like, some, sick. I feel
1: like sometimes when we're talking, you're a cat and I'm a
0: dog. <laughs> That's what it feels like. What 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 does a cat how do you classify me as a cat rather than a dog
1: well because dogs go to heaven and cats don't
0: oh that's not well it's probably true yeah yeah um (laughs) so i've never gotten sick from a flu shot and um i would say that i'm probably a dog person Mm -hmm. but i'm okay with cats
1: you're okay with them
0: except they stink
1: so do dogs have you ever smelled a dog's breath?
0: Well, I would I would keep a dog outside and a cat, uh, nah, you can't really keep outside. Why? Cuz they have to have a litter box. No. Well, otherwise they get eaten by the wolves and the dogs. Right. And the Chinese restaurants.
1: <laughs> oh, you went there. <laughs> Why? Why do you have I mean now we have to edit stuff. No, we don't. Okay, whatever.
0: I mean, our sponsors are going to be super we- upset. Don't have a Chinese restaurant. Well, we kind of were going that direction <laughs> yeah. once, weren't we?
1: Oh, boy.
0: <clears throat> so I, I, think cats are cuddly and, and nice, and mm-hmm. and you're and, and cuddly is important to you.
1: You're a cuddly person.
0: Oh yeah, ask my wife.
1: I'm gonna text her real quick.
0: Okay. And um, dogs can be cuddly too, but but I'm thinking of a dog that can look you in the face and and you know just let you know everything's okay.
1: You mean a dog has told looked you in the face and said everything's okay? That 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 was the look he gave me.
0: What? You've n- you've never had that kind of relationship with a dog?
1: No, I'm sorry. I have not.
0: Oh, man. I didn't know we were supposed to talk to them. You, like I didn't say talk. He just looks you in the face and gives you that. All right. It's all right. Everything's going to be okay, man. Okay. Dogs have confidence. Is that also when he's uh, slobbering all over your face? (laughs) No, that's a different. That's totally different. And I don't. I don't really like those kind of dogs, (laughs) the ones that look at you like a piece of chicken.
1: Uh huh. uh -huh. That I'm going to slobber all over your face and then lick you. Yeah,
0: and I've I've had friends that have had dogs that didn't get much attention or training, Mm -hmm. and so when you come through the door, they're bouncing and jumping, and they just
1: like kids with no attention. Yes.
0: Yes. And really, what do you want to do? You just want to kick him to the side. Uh, the what? dog, not the kid.
1: Oh what is it? He's heartless. So Brandon, Maybe are you are some kid? Are, are you a cat or a dog person? I think I'm somewhere in between on that one. Just depends on the cat and the dog.:
0: Sure, yeah,. That's... yeah.
1: I am actually you got this is going to surprise you guys. I am a cow person, a cow person. Yeah. I love cattle. I <laughs> I'm sure you do. I like I like when the the hinds quarters of uh-huh. a cow is uh-huh. on a plate. Uh-huh. I like it when the breast part of the cow is on the plate. Uh-huh. I like I like all really all of it for the
0: most part. You like pigs too? Oh yeah, pigs are good. Sheep yeah. great pets. Chickens? Mm, yeah, I like chickens. So you eat cow tongue for dessert?
1: I've actually tried
0: cow tongue before. Uh-huh. It's not terrible. Uh, I mean, I, I I wouldn't order it. But when when we were down in Mexico, this is this is like a big thing. They take the cow tongue mm-hmm. and they'll roast it, and then they slice it really thin. I mean, they shave it, mm. um, and then that that's what they put in their tacos. That is that's. I mean, I'm sure if it's
1: seasoned correctly, and st- I don't I don't know. I've never tried it. I, I mean, like that. It, I I didn't mind it honestly. People might get grossed out by that, but I wonder what the cow thinks I taste like. You know what? The next one I see, I'm gonna look in the eye, and I'm sure he'll just give me that look. Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> I wonder what you taste like, and I'll ask him. I'll just straight
0: up ask the cow. Cows don't speak your language, so how is he gonna answer? Oh. I don't think. You're Can we go this. on to the next topic? <laughs> I wish we yeah. would. <laughs> well,
1: like, well, like you brought this. You brought this topic. And it I, really, I you did. had no
0: idea what to talk about with it. Listeners, we would love to hear from you. <laughs> and you can tell us whether you're a cat dog, oh, cat person, or a dog person. Right. Right. And that's so
1: important to us. How would they get a hold of us? LPleftovers at gmail.com. What's that
0: again? <clears throat> LP leftovers. At gmail dot com, and another reason they might want to email us is because we come up with topics, and I come up with stuff like cats versus dogs, right? And and, and we would like to talk about things they want to listen to. Maybe this more is what than they important. want to listen to. It's not. So if it, it, is, is, not. it is I'll just keep coming this up with is. these kinds of topics.
1: I I highly doubt that they want to hear about whether or not you think cats versus dogs is important. Okay, so we got we got one more topic. Y- yeah. It kind of goes along with what we've been talking about. It really does. It's weird how that's planned stuff. I mean, or how only, it's not planned, honestly, but it just fits together. Honestly, the only topic on here that Don't really, say really that. didn't fit was no, cats fit versus
0: dogs. Perfectly.
1: <laughs> no, it didn't.
0: What if you're convicted? <laughs> I knew this was coming. Actually, this went back to the Chinese yeah, restaurant. It did. It did.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's going to be, if we get an email, please address
0: it to Rob. I would love to see an email. If somebody would just please email us with some <laughs> topics. <laughs> he needs topics, people. Brandon, what, what Brandon is, what's that email address again? Lpleftovers at gmail.com. Oh, there you go. okay. Okay.
1: Well, I, I don't know that you memorize it. You make me say it twice every time. You're right. Lpleftovers at gmail.com. So what's the last topic? What last topic.
0: Are, are we good at admitting fault? Are we good at admitting fault?
1: I think that's very personal.
0: Well, I think that coming to Christ means that we have to admit, yes, that we we are not perfect. We're we, faulted. We we can't save ourselves. Is faulted a word? I believe. Okay. So, yeah, and that we need help. If if that's indeed what we mean by fault here.
1: I I think it is. I believe be, I believe this is a topic that i need to work on plan now <laughs> <laughs> oh man sometimes i mean you know how it why, why are you going to be like that see how it hurts? why do you have to be like that i'm seriously thinking about writing a letter to you anonymously and and talking about all the things that you do that hurt me and see if you knew it was me we're supposed to be brothers we're supposed to be buddies. This is this is what makes me think at the beginning of the podcast when we do our opening and I try you call bu I try to call you buddy and I think it's complete farce. I don't think it's genuine at all now when you say buddy. When you say things like this. I love you, Bo. No, no,
0: don't say it now. Okay. No, it's too late. There's no going back. You know what, Bo? I was wrong. You were right. I'm at fault. You serious? Yeah. Okay. See what I just did there? Yeah, I see what you did.
1: Yeah. See what you did. Well, I I'm uh, in all honesty, do you ever run into situations if you look back on on the history of the the circumstance, whatever, just like a, I'm single out a circumstance in your life where it's just kind of been ongoing where it's it would it would have ended a lot quicker if everyone would have just admitted their own faults in it and been like, you know what? Like that's something we need to work like like forgiveness saying I was wrong, forgive me, like genuinely forgive, let's move on. And yes. how and how that situation would have been different and how it would have impacted you in a less negative way moving forward. Do you know absolutely. That? Yeah. And so I was thinking about I actually wrote a sermon about admitting fault, um, that I have not spoke yet. Because I end up changing my sermon because I, this, like the timing of this felt like I was addressing certain things that I was not. um, And I didn't want it to come across that way. Okay. So I, I shelved it. It's one of those sermons I have one day. I'm going to pull that one down and use it um, because it's a, it's a really good topic. There was certain, there was a couple things that had happened um, that I didn't want any, like where I. I had asked for forgiveness and I didn't want it to feel like I was telling them, well, you need to admit fault too. Yeah. Because that's not what I was saying. I realized after I asked for forgiveness in those moments that the situation uh, cleared out a lot faster because I was able to just in that particular time go, you know what? I was wrong. Let's move on. You know, please forgive me and admit that I was wrong in an area and I didn't want it to feel like I was coming back to them, well, like because I admitted, you need to admit too, and that's not what true, you know, admitting a fault is. Just because I admit fault doesn't mean I need you to admit fault, right? And so that's that's where I, that's where this topic came from. I, I wrote a sermon based around this, and uh, I don't know, it'll I, come out eventually. Oh, it will. Yeah, it will. When the timing's right. I've been, you know, I I genuinely do pray every week about what I should speak on. <laughs> so. And honestly, sometimes I hear, um, you know, and get a clear direction. Other times it's a, it's a complete uh, mystery until late Saturday. evening. Exactly. Exa- sometimes <laughs> Sunday morning, uh, mystery. And sometimes even like walking up to the stage, I'm like, dear God, please, because I don't know if I heard this correctly or if this is really what you're wanting me to talk on. And, and if you go back and listen to my sermons, you can tell which ones I was, I, th- I can at least. Um, when I go back and watch,
0: so. when, when I run media, it's pretty easy for me to tell cause the sermon you gave us on paper is not what you're talking about. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's when I know Yeah, that's, that happens. That does happen. I usually try to stick to it
1: pretty close, but uh, a lot of times it ventures off. So,
0: well, th- this actually brings up something else, uh, where maybe it doesn't fit this topic, but sometimes, uh, you're, you're, you're in a situation, mm-hmm. you see somebody and you, and you feel this pull that you should say something to them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you're in an airport. Sometimes it's I had that happen to me at a wait and,
1: when a, with a waitress at Applebee's when he took my barbecue
0: sauce, and you had to say something to her.
1: Yeah, I, I said, please don't take that. <laughs> that was the only analogy I had that, that pop really in my wasn't head.
0: A, a conviction. I'm, oh, I'm you I'm were still about talking a, about convictions. A
1: deep, a deep oh. tug to say something. Oh, got to someone. you. Got you. Okay.
0: Why would you want your barbecue sauce? I wasn't done. Oh, okay.
1: I dip mo- mozzarella barbecue sticks.
0: Su- oh, barbecue sauce on it's mozzarella.
1: delicious. I uh, I had honey barbecue wings. I asked for extra honey barbecue sauce. I was done with the wings, and I still had mozzarella sticks to go. And she took the barbecue sauce, not knowing that I dipped my mozzarella sticks in them because she thought that was weird. I said, as
0: do most of our listeners. That mm-hmm. is slightly right.
1: weird. It is no. I I uh, I admit fault. No. Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: So this idea that um you, you know maybe you're in a situation and, and and you just feel this this tug. Um and and I've I've done both ways. I've I've sat there and thought to myself, no, this this I, I would look stupid doing this or I don't know that person or there's there's no reason for me to do this. And then I've done the other thing where I didn't know that person and I just felt this need to sit down with them and have a conversation. And I don't know down the road if that made a difference in their life. Um, but, but I knew I needed to be there with them. Mm-hmm. I needed to talk to them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why.
1: I, I, I think that happens a lot. It, there are certain situations, and I don't think God makes mistakes. There are certain situations that I know that you and Janae have been through, like with people in your life. That I don't think anybody else would have handled it as well as you guys have. I, I think I think there I, I know of things that have like it would have broke some people. And you guys handled them and God knew that you could. That that you know, that leadership, that spiritual leadership had to be there to help other people not get broke in that moment. Um I think People, you know, uh, when people attend church, uh, living proof, for instance, they, some of them only come here for a season they' They don't, they don't yeah. stay here forever. I think sometimes they come for that season to either there's a seed planted in them of like, this is, this is how, this is a standard of living for Christ. Or, um, they needed a relationship with someone in our church at that time. Um, there's several different things and I think God, orchestrates all those things. I think he's powerful enough to orchestrate all of those seasons of your life. Like, this is who I need in my life at this time. This is, uh, I always say this at weddings and Brandon can tell you, uh, isn't it? Because he just recently got married. I just helped, I just married them, yeah. Isn't it funny how two people from different walks of life and different seasons of life, different backgrounds, magically just find each other and be like, hey, you know, I should marry that person. Like, no, that is a completely God-orchestrated, ordained thing, if we allow it to be. Yeah. If we put God first in our relationship, that that I believe that is completely ordained and orchestrated by our Heavenly Father. There is no coincidence, by luck, I met this person kind of deal. I mean, I think it lines up, when I met Christian, this was before I even had any inclination to be a pastor. I was working at a rental store full-time, you know, with my brothers owning a business I met Christian, we got married, she grew up leading worship from like sixth or seventh grade on in her youth group to later on, go down a few years, we plant a church together with a few other people and oh, just by the way, your wife leads worship and you need a worship leader. You know, by the way, she's musically inclined and like, and then also I'm going to lay this on your heart to you now preach and speak and you know, like you're, you're a good communicator. And like, you can do that. And like, you know, you don't think that was God ordained before we even knew the plan. Like God orchestrated, this is who I need and this is where I'm going to put them and and they're going to, they're going to do great things together. Um, And I think when you sit down with those people and you're, you're talking about like, I, I feel the nudge to say this or say that, I think that is a God orchestrated moment where the Holy Spirit is speaking through you saying, this is what that person needs to hear. I believe that for people that are in the hospital, maybe that maybe you're, the doctor is there to help you, and maybe you're the right person to say something to that doctor that he needed to hear that day or she needed to hear that day. Maybe that nurse needed to meet you to meet Jesus. What if the only Jesus somebody is going to know is is through you? You're the the only Jesus they're ever going to hear is you. Like that should for all of us put us on like red alert of like, hey, when we're uh, <sighs> Going about our day, going about our work, going about who we are as Christ followers. Are we representing him in a place to where they're going to know that Jesus is the most important thing of our lives? Is that what you were getting at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's the Holy Spirit, man. And
0: maybe it's even you're, you're, you're sitting with somebody, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and. They
1: needed to hear something.
0: You just had to tell them something. And.
1: I'm a, I'm a writer. Do you write a lot? Right? Like on paper? You, like writing, yeah. Uh-huh. Brandon, are you a writer? Do. Yeah, I you actually are? have a journal. Well, see, he's a journal. Uh, he journals. He's not a journal. He journals.
0: Growing up, I was. You sound like you're surprised that he can
1: write. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised at all. Why? I, didn't. I know you my ABCs too. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you too. Uh, is it picture books? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, like I, I grew up writing. Like writing was a big deal. So to get my feelings across I, to my mom, and I still do that to, to this day. So when my kids, a lot of times I feel like I don't really communicate to them really what they mean to me very well, because when I'm around them, how I tell them I love them is I, I joke with them and make fun of them and, you know, play around. That's how I was communicated to like my dad, I my dad doesn't come out and say, I love you a lot. He just, he, if he punches you on the shoulder and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Big dummy. Like, that's, oh, my dad loves me.
0: <laughs> wow, your dad really loves he me. He does. Man.
1: He does, yeah. And, but like, that's how my dad communicates uh, by giving you attention like that. Like, he, my attention's on you. And I, you know, and that our whole family does that to an extent. My mom isn't that way, but my whole family does.
0: But you write.
1: But so I, I, I do that same thing to my kids. But also, what I add is, when I really want to say something to like my oldest son Leland, I'll write him a letter, saying, "Man, I'm so proud of you. How you handled the situation on the ball field the other day um, when your team was down and you were cheering your pitcher on when he was having the worst day of his life. Like that meant something, and and I was proud of you as a dad. Like I have to write that down because if I was in front of him saying it and he would start like laughing or crying, I would change the way I'm communicating because mm-hmm. you know, I, and I wouldn't get it all out." And so, and I'll just, I'll leave that note on his bed. When he goes to bed that night, he just sees, and, we, and we, don't, as we don't ever really talk about it again, and he just knows that's how I feel about him. So I always encourage people, especially new couples that are still learning to communicate because you know how that is when you're first married and, uh, or in, even in dating, when you're first um, in relationships, I tell them to write stuff down because um, when you write something down, they, they can go back and say, this is how they really feel about me. If, yeah. And if they mean that, you know, your actions will back it up. So uh, like when I counsel couples, I always tell them, I was like, don't go home and try to get into a conversation because it can turn heated really quick over one wrong thing or like your body language is maybe communicating something that it shouldn't. I was like, go write down how you truly feel about that situation. Write it down and then give it to them. And like, how do, how do you really feel about them? And I'm
0: telling you, it's a world changer. The other thing I like about writing is I have to stop and think about what it is I want to say. Right. And uh, often I can read it back to myself and go, okay, wait a minute. Hopefully I'm using an eraser because people <laughs> make mistakes. Yeah. Yes. Now, I wish we had a verbal eraser sometimes yeah, yeah. because... I think a lot of people do with a with a pencil you can erase it but with words you can't really take them back
1: absolutely yeah well I, that's why I say I'm a I'm a writer when it comes to that I I love being able to write stuff down and and tell someone how I really feel about them or or feel about that situation I've I've wrote family members uh I've wrote pastors um does this Sunday go for teachers?
0: texting and typing too? sure does that still count
1: sure you 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 you've deleted text before you sent them, haven't you?
0: oh yeah, well, yeah, that's righty
1: i I think I like it better on pen and paper and sign it and go, but you know whatever yeah, like especially for couples like man if you if you ever write you ever write your wife a letter and leave it in her like steering wheel, so on her the first thing she does is get in her car and you know she has a letter from her husband about how you feel about her. It's going to be a good night in the White House held, you know?
0: (laughs) Or the church house. Right. I think we should give (laughs) Brandon... That just sounded funny. I think we should give Brandon... (laughs) Both of those statements sounded funny. I think we should give Brandon some marriage advice. You go first, Mo. Why? (laughs) Why? Because he's been married for a week. You've been married for a lifetime. I have not.
1: Do what she says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah.
1: Good advice. Good <clears throat> marriage advice. Uh, treat
0: her like that's the last day you're going to see her every day. I usually say I love you, and if I die on the way to work, I don't <laughs> want this to be the last thing I say, so I love you. <laughs> that's that's how I usually st- start my day
1: that's awesome that's good
0: thank you for that yeah no problem <laughs> we are just full of advice so so both our listeners uh, wanted to write down some things our to two, give, our two listeners our two listeners wanted to write in and give us some information uh-huh where would they send an email
1: yeah l p l e f t o v E-R-S at gmail.com.
0: So it's L-P-Leftovers at gmail.com.
1: Sure is. And we would like to thank our sponsors um, that really go unnamed because they're just an anonymous source of donors.
0: Right, and we don't want to really We don't want to take the blessing away. Yeah. And they're non-existent.
1: So what, what else?
0: Till next time, I hope that uh, some folks are going to uh, give us some uh, additional topics that they want to hear.
1: Yeah, unless you're wrong, which you're going to have to admit.
0: Wow. I, I hope some people admit. I hope some people will tell us about. Some, I, some I I, things re- that I really hope
1: they bring up cats and dogs. Um, that <laughs> way, we can talk about that again because whew, that topic got my brain stirring. I, think I tell it, you,
0: I think it really matters what breed of cat. Let's you're not go about. back there.
1: Let's just end the show. Let's, like this would be a good time to start fading out our voices.
0: Fine. You're right. You're right.
1: Thanks for joining us, wherever you're at, Brandon. Would you if like you're to say goodbye? Away?
0: Yeah, and I'd like to say uh, thank you to Paul. Um, Yeah. For being sick. Shout out to Paul. Yeah. Paul, we're
1: we're praying for you. Hope you get better. We are.
0: And he's bringing all the sponsors. Um, Yes. That's why I'm getting paid really good to be here. (laughs) Wait, you're getting paid?
1: Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Brandon, we weren't
0: supposed to bring that up. Okay, so I'm going to sign off and get out of here. All right. We do appreciate you taking the time to listen to Leftovers, the living proof podcast for the stuff that didn't fit into our service. We hope you had some fun. We made you laugh, but mostly I hope we made you think.